Welcome to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. I'm a conventionally trained physician sharing how the body heals and how you can access this state of healing effortlessly. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Mind Body TV. I'm Dr. Kim Duramo. I am always so excited to share these broadcasts. And this week, I'm going to be sharing about are you up leveling to a new reality? You know, a lot of things that are falling out and dissolving and falling apart um, are going to be really hard when we think, why is this happening to me? This isn't supposed to be happening. But when we begin to realize what's actually going on, like, wait a minute, I'm up leveling. I'm moving up. I'm moving into something higher. This is happening for me. It's a whole different perspective and it makes it so much more fluid for everything to come in that's ready to come in because it's actually what's happening. We are not, um, you know, like the world is falling apart and everything is terrible. And when we're in the life is happening to me perspective, it's really, really hard. When we remember, wait a minute, life is happening for me. Why would this be happening for me? Um, we can shift into something much, much, much more abundant. So I wanted to share this topic because I thought like it's kind of universal that in some way we're all experiencing that fallout, the falling away of the old, which isn't even who we really are. But there's like three specific ways that can be really challenging. And I wanted to um, just give some insight as to like, how do we approach this in a new way? So it's not glitchy, so it's smooth. And so we uh, not only realize life is happening for me, this is a blessing, uh, but that we have an amazing journey with it, have an amazing, uh, like start to open to see the blessing that's really happening. So welcome to everyone who's here joining live. I love hearing where you're from. We have some from Norway, Rachel from UK, Rita in British Columbia, Milwaukee, Deborah, Heidi from Salt Lake City, Utah, Nadine, Gulf Coast of Florida, Sprangria from the Netherlands, Aphrodite from Des Moines. All right. Awesome. Thank you guys for being here. And for everyone, hello, who's here in, uh, who's here in Instagram and broadcasting here too. Laurence from uh, New York with Michelle. I always love that people are joining up to connect together to watch this. That is like so amazing. Terry from Alabama, Noreen from Connecticut, Sharon from Michigan, Amber from British Columbia. All right, we have lots more people coming in. So this is awesome. Thank you guys all for being here. All right, I am actually in Kansas City right now. I'm in a little trip with my husband who's doing some uh, radiology work out here. And I love, love, love coming out here because we stay at this really beautiful place and everyone knows him and they're just so lovely. And um, we just have a lot of really, I don't know, just chill time, even though it's a city. Um, it's beautiful. I love it here. We have amazing, beautiful meals. I just broadcast a little clip from our lunch. We went to, it's actually Andrew Weil's restaurant that he created called True, I think it's True Foods Kitchen or something, True Foods. And it was like, I mean, every sip, you could feel it nourishing your body. Like it was so beautiful. And we're so blessed that we um, were able to have that, that kind of food and that kind of lunch and uh, an amazing, beautiful server who took care of us. And just, we always have an incredible time when we come out here. So I'm glad to have this little uh, getaway. All right. <clears throat> so right now um, we are in this kind of our external culture is shifting, right? We've been in a culture where we're in this hierarchical pattern of like the outer is the power. My power is outside of me, right? So if my job falls away, oh my God, I'm not okay without my job. My job is my source. If a relationship falls away, oh no, I don't have love in my life. You know, this, my love comes from outside of me. Um, people judge you, right? Oh no, what will they think? I'm, I'm embarrassed, I'm ashamed, what do they think of me? My sense of self comes from outside of me. So we've been in this whole reality where my source is outside of me. And that isn't true, right? Our source is we are connected with source. We are connected with that which created us. 
whether you call it, you know, the universe or spirit or God or, um, you know, whatever you have as, as your way of calling it really is irrelevant. It's, it's that which is within us, right? We are in oneness. We are in power. We are that which we're seeking. And so when we begin to remember, wait, the source is within me. Where is it? How do I find it? We've got to reconnect here within ourselves. Um, because the reason this is such a huge crashing fallout is because so many sort of haven't gotten that, really haven't, you know, maybe in the last 10 or 20 years, there've been more sort of mainstream spiritual uh, practices like go to yoga or meditate or, you know, like our society has come a little bit more into that as a mainstream understanding and like law of attraction, I'm attracting my reality, I'm a creator to some degree, but it's not the space we're really living from. So this is still gonna feel like a massive crash to a lot of people who are still identified with those structures. It does not need to be like that for you. But this external reality is shifting pretty quickly, I think, <laughs> I would say. And it will feel very destabilizing to the degree that we are standing on that foundation, right? So if you're standing on the foundation of uh, my source is outside of me and, you know, if this falls away or if that falls away, I won't be okay. Now is a good time to sort of like get curious about that. Wait a minute, who am I if I'm not my job? Who am I if I'm not my relationships? Who am I if I'm not my titles, my credentials? Who am I if I'm not my body? Because for a lot of people, it's like, my body is sick. Oh my gosh, is it the end of me? Who am I if I can no longer perform those activities and do those things and be productive? Who am I if I if you take away that? And so it can be sort of a dark night of the soul when we have to meet those places of like, whoa, I'm so identified with this that it's really painful and excruciating to have these things fall away. But if we have a little bit of a go-to as a let me connect within, we'll find a truth. We'll find a true foundation and we can find serenity sometimes really quickly. So yes, our external culture is shifting. It's actually for the purpose so we will begin to get it that like, oh, I'm not those things outside. And this hierarchy of outer authority, inner submission, outer authority, inner compliance dissolves because that is not our true path. That is not our true reality. That is not going to create prosperity for anyone. And there are many of like the founding fathers, you know, here in U.S. when they founded the country who were like, you know, you're here, give me liberty or give me death. Well, that's not just a bumper sticker slogan. That was what many people knew as truth. If I'm not free, this is not real life. Or, um, and then I don't know if it was like Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, who was it, that will say, but um, that in this established republic, we need to begin to realize that freedom is more important than safety, right? Like not that we're not safe in our freedom, because we are, but if we sacrifice um safety and comfort for freedom, we're going to go downhill, which is kind of exactly what's happening. Like, I don't care. I'll do anything. Just tell me what to do. Just keep me safe. And we give up our freedoms. Well, that can't create prosperity ever. It cannot create prosperity when we give up our freedoms in exchange for privileges. Like we give up our rights in exchange for privileges. You're like, this is a delusion, guys. You already have the right to freedom, to prosperity. When you give that up for the illusion of safety, you know, the game game is over. <laughs> it can't work that way. And so this external culture of like putting the authority outside myself and then that authority is going to tell me what to do and I can kind of like sit back on the couch is not going to work. Just can't. We have to be self-governing self-authority. So um, this is so this is all happening so we can begin to wake up and realize like, well, this doesn't work until I take self-authority, you know, even just from the standpoint of myself as a physician, what makes the body healthy? Like your body, your body's health is, uh, it, it's required that we be in a space of 
uh, connection with the self. I love myself unconditionally. I am a sovereign being. Fear not, right? Don't be in fear, be in your power. Be curious, what else is possible? What's possible here for my health? What's possible here for a different income because the other thing's falling away? What's possible here for aligned relationships because I'm working so hard at these other ones that don't seem to be fulfilling? What else is possible? Come back into curiosity because that's a really, really great way to connect more fully with the self. Curiosity just doesn't mean I'm gonna take this flying leap into whatever, just wait a minute, what if there is something else going on here? Because it'd be really easy to bump out what someone says when it differs from what the mind programming you're in has to say, right? Pfft, what the hell does this person know? Um, you know, for example, like I've been sharing recently, we've been, um, I've been educating myself more and more about cryptocurrency. I had always been really intrigued by it, but I realized like what you don't know that you don't know can get you into a lot of trouble. So I've been, you know, hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, many, many hours <laughs> to educate myself. And what I realized is that everyone I know who is, yeah, no, that's not a good thing. That's crap. And putting it down none of them have actually really studied it, zero. And every single person I know who's really studied it is like universally seeing the genius that's in there. So you always have to look like when you have a source telling you something, is this person curious? Is this person exploring? Is this person open? Because no matter how much education someone has, if they're not open to new ideas, new ways of, different ways of seeing things than their own, it's not a great source. It's going to be limited because they're in their own their chip on their shoulder limitation of how they see that thing. So you always have to ask for yourself, not that you have to go study everything before you let yourself, um, you know, let information in. Sometimes there's great people who've done a lot of it for you. But if you don't tune into like, where's that person functioning from? Is that an open, curious person or is it like yeah here's what i know about this and let me tell you and they have chip on their shoulder you got to always kind of look mm, is that really the perspective that's true for me so that's kind of the first thing is like be open be curious there is no threat to letting in other perspectives that which is true for you will resonate and that which is not will move right through because you're not in resistance. So the three things I wanted to share, they're kind of falling away right now. <laughs> Hello, Vicky from UK, Charia from Vancouver, Ellen from Toronto, someone from Scottsdale. Hi, everybody on Instagram too. I know I haven't been looking at the comments but someone from cape cod very exciting all right <laughs> sup chick so true have so when we connect with our true self false identifications dissolve yeah that's one of the things i wanted to talk about here kim says never give up the ego but give up the version that doesn't serve you and do it in a different way. Yeah, we're not going to really live without the ego because it's always going to be the mind calculating, concluding, you know, giving its two cents. And if we resist that, it just makes it a little glitchier. If we just embrace that, right? Thank you. I love you. Interesting point of view. Just like you do with your relatives. Thank you. I love you. Interesting point of view. Because if you're defending yourself and protecting yourself, no, that's not what it is. No, I need to get away from these negative people. You're going to wipe yourself out. And there's no need to do that. You don't need to protect yourself. If you're in your own acceptance, non-resistance, non-judgment, it will move right through you. It's an important principle to remember right now where we're up-leveling to a new reality. So this new reality is like self-sovereignty curiosity, openness. What's true for me? Is that true for me? Oh, let me receive that. Let me investigate that. Huh? Interesting point of view. What's true will be strengthened. What's not true will move right through. There's nothing you need to protect. There's nothing you need to fear or like, no, I'm going to fight for this, right? Because the tension, and we've seen medically, the electromagnetics in your system creates disease. When you're in fight, when you're in tension, when you've got an extra grind, when you've got a chip on your shoulder, it creates physiologic discord. Inflammatory cells increase, cortisol stress hormones increase, oxytocin, endorphins, like the healing hormones decrease. So 
that is not strengthening you and it's not strengthening your power in that quote fight like you have less power so people won't listen to you or they won't hear you or you'll do like a ton of work but it doesn't really move the margin so what are the things that are empowering like i had said openness curiosity exploration wonder huh I wonder what that person's talking about. I wonder why they see it that way. <laughs> I wonder what it might be if, if I embrace a new way of approaching this. Mm. Okay. Do you, do you not think giving up everything you ever know is dangerous as it can lead to psychosis? It's a good question, right? You don't need to do this all at once. And like, and I tell people all the time, especially with tapping, I delete everything I think about myself. I delete everything I think about everything, right? Because the programming can be really strong. But um, yeah, people have, you know, if you went into like a 10 day silent retreat right now <laughs> with no like maybe preparation before that, it could be really intense. And I'm not recommending to do things in the extreme way. So that's why for me, curiosity, huh? Is that actually true, right? The doctor tells me I'm going to die. I have this disease. I have that disease. I have to be on medication for life. Huh, is this true? Is this my truth? What else is possible? So for me, be gentle. Just as a blanket, guide. Be gentle with the self. Sup, chick, as a health practitioner, I always say to my patients, then I'm about education so they can make an informed choice. I'm not here to tell them what to do. Right. And that's just wise. Right. Because as a doctor, docere is to teach the Latin, the Latin root of what that comes from to teach. Huh. What am I teaching them? What am I informing people about? Am I teaching them to think for themselves, to be open and curious, to let in new perspectives, to get clarity on what's true for them? Or am I assuming like, well, they don't know what they're talking about. I'm better than them. I'm above them. Right. Hierarchy. I need to tell them what to do because they can't figure it out on their own. That's hierarchy. That's what's dissolving. Um, can you come back? 3.30. Yes. We're in a, our hotel. <laughs> okay, so what, what are these three things that can happen with this fallout? One is uh, a lot of the things that define have defined us, if you're in the matrix, plugged in, I'm defined by, um, you know, any of it. Here's how much money I have. Oh, so I feel good about myself. Here's my job. Oh, so I, uh, you know, identify myself as a successful person or I'm this blah, 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 you know, executive or I'm a doctor or I'm a, you know, you have a, a title and, it, and it's great. Like have that training and education and expertise. But when we define it as this is who I am, we lose connection with the true self. And so some of what's happening and falling away for the purpose of having us connect with the true self is for the purpose of, of, of us really beginning to remember. So as I think uh, this, is, this is who I am and then I lose that job or I lose that money or I lose that thing, it's like, wait a minute, who am I really? So if you've been hit between the eyes with that, you're in the no man's land of like the undefinable that can be really challenging. So a lot of things that have defined us are changing, are leaving so that we emerge more into the true self. Who am I if I'm not my body? Who am I if I'm not my job? Who am I if I'm not, you know, Everybody likes me, so I'm a good person. I'm not that relationship. And so let yourself, even if it's not happening to you, just do a little exercise and feel into, if I erase the whole chalkboard of my outer, outer identities, what's here? So you might feel heavy. You might feel scared. You might feel worthless. And, and, and so many courageous people have come into to this community with like an illness that they're like, I can't even can pick up my kid. I can't even be productive. And they've had to walk through that journey because life is bringing us into a journey to connect with the true self. And part of that is where you're attached to the outer, it's going to hurt. 
So let's see if you can soften just a little bit into non-attachment right now. Just what if I'm not those roles? What if I'm not this body? What if I'm not this persona that people like or don't like? Because a lot of us are living so that people will accept me, right? Well, I can't do that because, you know, I have to make sure I take care of other people. I can't do that because I have to make sure. So who am I being for other people? That isn't necessarily the true authentic me, right? Oh, I can't just not do X, Y, Z because everyone needs me to do this. Huh, okay, well, what if you let that fall away or just imagine that falling away and then feel what's there, right? Is there an emptiness? Is there a grief? Is there a sadness? Is there loneliness? Is there worthlessness, which I think is like the number one ding, 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 ding with this piece is like, I'm worthless if I'm not productive. I'm worthless if others don't see me as fill in the blank. Is it possible, Nadine, to regrow cartilage? I'm currently working on your mind-body solution for chronic fatigue program and already I feel like I can do anything. So the short answer is yes. Am I going to? get into the long answer. So the long answer, it's really for each of us to look at uh, what is the template I'm working in? Because sometimes a journey of accepting limitation, like, all right, this isn't what's happening right now. And it's okay, gives us a context to operate in. Like, like I said, for some people, it's like, I'm going to run marathons and I feel so good about myself. And then that thing falls away. And it's like, you've got to meet the part where you're not unconditionally worthy. You don't unconditionally love and accept yourself. So sometimes there'll be limitations that come in to serve this higher purpose of you connecting back to the true self. So it's not wrong if you don't like, I got to heal my body. It's not wrong. But it's not because it's not possible. Kim, is there a fine line between denial? Oops. Denial. <laughs> Denial and not accepting what a doctor is expressing about either a certain medication or an illness and disease is a great question. So I would actually say um, you don't need to make it, you don't need to buy into it. Denial is a different thing if you're like, I'm not going to accept that. That's so what if you just accept it, right? This is what this doctor thinks is true for me. This is what this doctor thinks is true for the world, right? He has his perspective, she has her perspective. Okay. What happens for me? Does it make me feel powerless? Does it make me feel despair? Because you got to move through your energies first. You can't like avoid them because that is denial. Like, no, no, I know anything's possible. I'm going to find a different doctor. So you have to feel like, wait a minute, what energy am I in here? Because it's going to have you actually interface with another person that will keep doing the same thing so that you can actually embrace it, which I would say accept right? That they think this way doesn't mean I buy into it. Like, okay, I guess that's the only truth I can have here. Might as well take his reality. No, I'm moving into a new reality. You guys in this new reality that, you know, you can step into any moment now, <laughs> take your time. Um, everything is possible. And that doesn't mean, um, you know, I'm going to like fly over the plaza right now and I'm going to go and do this and go and do that. Like that's not necessarily the highest reality for me to embrace. I'm in this reality where, you know, we're doing things a little differently, but what's my most expansive reality I can embrace, right? Where my body can regenerate, where there is fluidity in my relationships, where there is a, um, <laughs> a functional, harmonious financial system founded in wealth because our financial system is founded in debt. It's founded in lack and you see what that creates. So it's like, huh, what if we had a financial system founded in abundance and prosperity? What would that look like? <clears throat> Bitcoin. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> For example, right? Because we do have many cryptocurrencies that have been created in a very different model. That's why they don't make sense to a lot of people right now. They're like, what? That's not going to work. But if you understand prosperity consciousness, and decentralization, it makes total sense. You're like, it's very obvious why decentralization uh, 
will create greater prosperity and centralization, meaning we give all the power to one person and tell them to manage everything. And then we have to comply with them uh, is not going to create prosperity, right? Like our financial system, I, I could do a whole broadcast just on this, but many people don't realize the level to which it uh, requires that we trust the authority. Like we're going to, we're going to put everything over there. The dollar is not backed by gold or any, true asset and now we're playing with monopoly money but you know we trust that they'll do the best decisions we trust that they'll take care of us we trust they won't just devalue the dollar for the hell of it we trust that they'll you know they'll do the right thing and you're like wait a minute look at what we're doing right the level of trust we would have to have for that authority is basically infinite and everybody knows these are human beings and there's imperfections built into that kind of you know like the what do they say greater authority creates greater corruption and absolute authority absolutely corrupts. I, I forget the, the way, but it's like it corrupts absolutely. And that's because in human nature, the ego is going to be fed by that. And when the ego takes over, it's not a prosperous thing. So I would say that all of these things happening right now are to bring us out of that um, perspective of like, oh, I'm just going to accept what someone else says as my truth. So I know that's a long answer to a question. Um, thank you for asking that. Um, is it Heidi? <laughs> but we've always got to look. I can accept that that's their perspective, right? Because the whole medical system, there's a lot of people who have a perspective that isn't my truth. I mean, right now, 2021 December, a lot of them. I don't think that's going to be the case a year from now. And certainly, if you look 10 years ago, there's way more people who are waking up now. There's way more people who are seeing like, oh yeah, this makes sense. Wow, the body is a connected whole. There's self-healing is possible. Huh, let's get curious. So it's shifting already, but um, you know, can I accept that that's where we're at now? Yeah, I can accept that that's where we're at now. How do I step into the new reality and not believe in the diagnosis? Yeah, man, true man, thanks for asking the same kind of thing. And I think we just kind of went into that. <laughs> Can you please share a summary as I just joined? So just to recap, if we're up leveling to a new reality, we've got to begin practicing in that new consciousness. And to the degree we do, things are going to be smooth, right? And to the degree we still identify with the old, my powers outside myself, the authority knows better than I do. I don't know what I'm doing. Let me let me just comply and follow and do as I'm told and then it will be okay. No, that it's not going to ever happen, right? Because we're creators. We're creating this reality. I'm at a void place and it feels weird trying to create my life from scratch, simultaneously being confused that I could choose anything. Yes, metamorphic mind. So don't try to create your life from scratch. All you would, like I would just invite you to do is be more in flow with what's happening as it is, how it is right now. Being more in flow with it is, like I said earlier, okay, that's your perspective. That's your idea about my diagnosis. Hmm, let me be curious. What's true for me, right? So that's not like, let me create the new life. Don't do that because it won't be created from the mind you're in, right? What's your, you know, your job falls away and you're like, okay, what's my new thing? But you would only create that from the construct you're living in, which is like, now I need a new job, a better job, right? Versus maybe you're meant to be an entrepreneur and you create something that's never been created before, right? Like you couldn't, that can't be conceived of in the old consciousness, right? So what would that be? I don't know, what would I do? Maybe I'd do this, maybe I'd do that. You can't conceive it in the old consciousness, so you've gotta be in the void. And that's not a comfortable place to be because the mind's like, I want to control. I want to understand what's going on. So just pause on that for 10 seconds. Like, all right, what if right now I don't need to understand anything? I can just breathe and bring my own peace to myself now, right? Like, body, it's okay. It's okay what you're feeling. It's okay it's unknown. It's okay there's fear that will ground you into a deeper space of serenity. Oh, thanks, Jerry. Ditto, right now I'm in an in-between space, wanting to create something new in career, 
but feeling so drained and in so much physical pain that moving forward is hard, let alone starting something new. Yep, well said. Well said, because that is not how we're meant to do it. We're not meant to create a new reality in the construct of the old, which is like, it comes from me. I've got to show up. I've got to work hard. I got to figure it out. Let me think harder. Can't happen like that can't happen like that. We need to come into at least slightly more fluid space so the new awareness can come in, which it will. So be willing to be in the void. Sometimes it's 10 seconds. Sometimes it's 10 days. It's not going to be 10 years. But if, you know, I always say my favorite osteopath, Donald Hankinson up in Maine, he used to say, if you approach your patient like you have five minutes, it's going to take you all day. If you approach your patient like you have all day, it will take you five minutes. So if you're like, I'm willing to be in this void, why isn't it over yet? <laughs> no, wait a minute. I'm willing to be here as long as I need to be here. I'm willing to be in the unknown. It's not comfortable. Give yourself a ton of compassion and freaking massive kudos because sitting, you know, like if you're having a baby, and you're like, what's happening? You don't know you're having a baby. You feel the contraction. And then you have a little pause between. You're like, okay, maybe it's over. And then you have another contraction. You're like, no. You're going through the birth canal, going through your own birth canal as the thing is being born through the birth canal. But if you don't know what's going on, I mean, imagine. It's hard enough when you do know what's going on. But if you're like, I don't even, what the hell is happening? Each of those contractions is is. It's like really unthinkable, really unthinkable. And, and really that's why I do these broadcasts is to share a deeper perspective, a deeper insight, to share um, some light. Because at least if I know, all right, I'm in a process, it's okay, this feels uncomfortable right now. That might be all I need in that moment that makes it a million times easier. Just a little compassion for myself. Is the void similar to the vortex? <laughs> yes, it is. It is because, but I would just say like welcoming the void is getting in the vortex, right? The vortex is like alignment. I am aligned. I'm in my true self. And the void is kind of like the hallway from like 3D reality to 5D reality, right? Uh, life is happening to me to life is happening for me. Uh, I'm a victim to, I'm a creator. I'm one with the universe. And the hallway is like that 4D space in between where you're like, WTF. And if you can just let yourself be in the unknown just for a moment, live in 10 second increments when you're in that intensity. For this 10 seconds, it's okay, I don't know. And that will bring you back into the alignment, which you've called the vortex. Christina, thank you. What, are you. what you're saying resonates with me and speaks to my current experiences. Hmm. <laughs> thank you. Mm. All right. I hope that was a bringing some people up to date who are just coming on, you know, because we are, we're up leveling. It seems like, oh no, it's all falling apart. But if you remember like, oh, wait a minute, what if we're up-leveling to a new reality? Not we collectively, which is certainly a thousand percent true, but just bring it to your personal experience. What if the reason so much shit's falling out in my life is I'm actually up-leveling into new relationships, a new way of doing my life. I had this amazing um, person who's, you know, working with patients and, um, you know, the governing board is like, we're investigating you for something you did. And there's all this like shame and fear and wrongness coming up for that practitioner who's very loving, heart-centered person. And we can either succumb to the fear of like, <gasps> I know you really have power over me. So, you know, we, we could go through hell. I got to prove myself. Or even just a little bit, why is this happening for me? How is this experience bringing up my own shame, my own fear, my own resistance to powerlessness? So I've, I got to fight wait, what's actually happening here? Because that person is definitely ready to move into a higher reality where they're free. 
because they, they may have been free before, right? No one was up my back and they weren't taking this case against me. Oh, I wish I could just go back and be free. No, you got to go forward because you weren't free anyway. You just weren't operating outside the lines. As soon as we start operating outside the lines, it's when things shake up. But if we remember, wait a minute, if the power is in me, how would I activate that? And the first piece for me is always be okay where I am, as I am, how I am. What if it's okay this person seems to have power over me? What if it's okay they seem to be able to destroy my life? Huh, what's actually true here? Because just that little 2% shift brings you into a higher frequency where they can't touch you anymore. Can't You can't be manipulated. So stepping away from things that define us, right? I am this role. I am this person. I am, you know, I'm a mother. I'm a, you know, how everything um, becomes an identity. That's like the first dissolution. Uh, relationships is a second dissolution where it's like, I think one way, but wow, all these people in my life are so unconscious. What is ready to dissolve in your relationships? Maybe it's you proving, you fighting, you needing to show them, you needing to awaken others, huh? Because in, like Kyle Cease calls it, in the new planet, you don't need to prove anything to anybody. You don't need anybody to be on board for what you know is true. So look for your defensiveness and your protections, right? Where am I? Someone says something and have to defend it. Oh, that's not serving me. And then the third thing is that um, the source is outside of me, right? So if your job situation's falling away and you're like, oh no, that's my source. No, I need this. And you're trying to like bring it back. No, you can only move forward through the birth canal. Thank you, Arlene. You can only move one way through the birth canal, right? Like, I, I mean, I've personally given birth twice <laughs> and it was really hard. The second time, um, I mean, it was freaking massively excruciating. I'm like, there's no way I'll ever go through this again. And you hear so many people say that. Then like after they have the baby, they're like, oh my God, I would do this again. It's just crazy. But kind of like, yeah, it's true. I, uh, I'm i like, no, I'll never do this to myself again. <laughs> this is way too much. And And there are things I definitely would do differently. So that's very, very true. The point I'm making is, Sometimes we want to go back like, oh, no, no, let's not go forward with this situation. Let's just go back and not have gotten pregnant in the first place. But, you know, you, you have to, there's only one way to go through the birth canal, right? Like it's already in the process. Things are that baby is coming one way or the other. So can I right breathe? That's what they always tell you. You're delivering a baby. Breathe, breathe more. Can I breathe? and ask for courage and strength and find compassion for myself because maybe I'm going through a really hard moment with this massive expansion and massive fallout so that I have what I need to move through it. Because the thing you think is your source, but it's actually outside of you, it's going to fall away. It's going to fall away in one way or another. We are going to come into truth. And so you can kind of like front end it for yourself a little bit like, wow, yeah, I am kind of attached to that job. I am kind of identified with that role. I am kind of like overly codependent in that relationship. Well, let me look at this. You could do it now. You don't have to wait for it to squeeze. You don't have to wait for it to fall away. Feel into like, oh, how would I feel if that person stopped talking to me? How would I feel if, you know, that job ended or I got fired or blah, blah, blah. And then meet those energies of uh, a fear, lack, separation, powerlessness, hopelessness. Okay, could you please explain more about the third octave of being versus manifestation? Thank you. Metamorphic mind. I'm going to touch into this real quick because I think it really goes along with what we're saying today. So in the first octave, right, we're just like, get in the world and people are like, don't worry, we've been here a long time. We're going to show you the ropes. Just do what you're told and it will be okay. 
study hard, do well in school, make money, buy a house, blah, 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 blah. Okay, I'll do the thing, right? So you follow the rules and then you like get cancer or you your wife leaves you or you get fired and you're like, oh my God, I did everything right. Why did this happen? So from that first octave, life is happening to me, let me follow the rules. Uh, we get we get bumped up, right? We get a little boot on the butt. And it's like, okay, that's let me show you that this isn't true, right? And many people are going through this right now. Just tell me what to do. I'll do anything. Just keep me safe, right? Looking to the authority to tell, tell them what to do. Disconnected from source, disconnected from wholeness, disconnected from wisdom. Doesn't mean we don't seek outside assistance. Yeah, but we do it from a space of clarity and wholeness. Oh yeah, this resonates for me. That's the thing for me from my knowing. Okay, so anyway, first first octave, uh, totally separate, operating powerlessness, but tell me what to do and then I'll be okay. And then we realize like, well, that didn't work. It was a whole big lie. I did everything right and I'm poor or I did everything right and I'm miserable. Maybe I made a million dollars and I'm suicidal, that this is not the road to success. And so we get booted in some way into the second octave which is, oh, wait a minute, I'm part of it. I'm co-creating. I'm involved in why I got into that relationship that ended, right? I had this colleague a million years ago and he's like, well, my wife's leaving me. And he was like living as such a victim. And I'm like, oh, I'm sure you had nothing to do with that process at all, right? Because a lot of people, I had another friend that said, oh, I just, you know, woke up in a marriage that wasn't working. I'm like, okay, or you failed to create one that would work. <laughs> Don't just like wake up in my happening to you. So um, we come into the second octave, which is, wow, I actually created that. I can see how I didn't show up fully in that relationship and that person had to leave. I can see how I that job wasn't really what I'm here to do. And it's good I got fired because I don't even want to do that. Uh, I can see how what I'm eating is affecting my health. And that's why the cancer happened. It didn't just happen to me. I was involved in that. So in the second octave, I'm a co-creator, but we're still operating in fear, lack, and separation. So that comes like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat right. I'm gonna tighten up my diet. I'm only gonna eat clean things, and right? And then we're like, why isn't my body healthy? Because eventually there's too much tension. We're still trying to control. Or it's, I'm gonna go and I am gonna make a million dollars and I'm gonna do the business of my dreams, right? But we're like, make it happen. Right, so there's too much tension. First, it, it's way lighter than the first octave. It's a higher frequency. So we'll be like, oh, this is awesome. I can do anything, right? You go to Tony Robbins, you get on a clean diet. Like, that's awesome. It's a way higher frequency than powerlessness. But eventually, and I think many people in this community are coming to that percolation, we begin to sense there's still too much tension in that system to call it true prosperity to to it's not the same as true unconditional freedom and only then do we make the choice because this one is like a conscious choice to move into that third octave to move into something higher and that's where the void comes in well if this isn't what i'm meant to be doing what would it look like what would that be when I did this in my life, you know, I was in the ER as a doctor and I knew like, okay, where's the next thing? This is not my, my, my forever. And then I started my osteopathic practice and was helping people's bodies and they, I'm going to surgery. Oh, I don't have to go to surgery. Wow. You fixed my knee. Oh, I'm, I'm on having severe migraines. Oh, I don't have any more headaches. Uh, oh, I need a hip replacement. Oh, now I don't need a hip replacement. Um, so I was helping a lot of people but it was like, this isn't my fulfillment. This isn't my highest. And it was like, well, Kim, what the hell are you gonna do? Like, you didn't wanna do that thing. You don't wanna do this thing. It was really easy to make myself wrong. But I did in fact choose something in a higher dimension, which is what I'm doing now. You know, like, I, how do you even conceive that? What do you think you're gonna do, right? The void, I have no idea what that would look like, but I know it's not this. So that one's a conscious choice. And we move into that space of wholeness, right? Um, unconditionality. 
that third octave is I embrace all that is as it is. That's true prosperity. That's uh, serenity. And there's, there's no serenity in the make it happen, keep going, I'm gonna improve myself. Cause then the carrot's always in front of us. I'm not one with the carrot. <laughs> I'm still going to get the carrot. And it's good to let yourself hang out there as long as you need, because there's so much clarity that comes in. You can't skip it. And so what I always tell people is when you find you're in that second octave, embrace that you're in the second octave because you can't get to the third octave. You can only choose it and you choose it by embrace where I am as I am. <laughs> and you immediately come into a higher and lighter space. And yes, then it does create a new reality. And that new reality looks like unbelievable things, you guys. Like it's indescribable what has come into my life. Like even this travel, like our, we came out here a couple of days ago and it's, it's so fluid and beautiful and fun. And like all the components of my life are included in that. Like, like everything is being enhanced by this, by me doing this, right? It's not separate. Like, oh, if I do this, well, then this other thing will suffer, right? If you're in separation, it's like, wait, how do I, as I honor myself, all these pieces of my life prosper? <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. Yeah. Unconditional freedom. I embrace all that is as it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that's, that's, I would say the key is, you know, if you're up leveling to a new reality, that's, that's, I think the number one key. Be don't try to get there. Be more willing to be where you are right now as you are, how you are. Feeling what you're feeling, experiencing what you're experiencing, seeing what you're seeing. Because then you come into a higher space. And if all the universe and your life is a reflection of you, it necessitates that all of those things will, will show up. I love you guys. Thank you for being here. I do want to also share, we have the, the five-day manifestation challenge. We're going to use the instant elevation tool, which is just kind of like the foundational piece of my work. And it's on my YouTube channel if you want to look up the instant elevation. You just, you know, get your body into a more receptive state. Shift your breathing. Become aware, right? Because awareness is if you just did one thing and it was awareness, it would actually lead to the other shifts. It's a three-step, three process, three-step process. But that first one is the most important. If I'm aware of all the attention I'm holding, obviously I'm going to soften somewhere to let something, you know, let something change. But the, the other two steps are really so, so um, it contributes so much to the process to just shift where you're breathing, make conscious choices. And we'll use for those five days, I'll be in live every day, 9 a.m. from the 13th to the 17th to do short broadcasts, 15 minutes to guide you through deepening into presence, moving from the first or second octave to that third octave, to wholeness. And you know what? The core of that third octave is unconditionality, right? There's nothing I'm even seeking. I am what I'm seeing here. And it's okay to be as I am that's wholeness that will create prosperity that is creating a new reality so we'll do that challenge if you're not subscribed at drkimd.com definitely subscribe so you get the info on that and then this is all in uh practice for the mind body manifestation live event in dallas it will be um january like the 22nd will be live in Dallas. I've created an opportunity for those who want to have a deeper experience with me. We'll do a an entering sovereignty workshop on the first day before the main event starts. Promises to be an absolutely life-altering experience. If you feel you are called to be part of this collective shift and really leading it, this will be a perfect opportunity to jump in. Um, there's only space for 30 people, but um, what we're doing will absolutely contribute to the collective. So know that everyone is a part of this. The details for that live event are at drkimd.com forward slash Dallas. And for those people who are coming to the front end of the event, uh, we'll really get the space opened 
and use you know your body as a manifestation tool you will activate massive amounts of consciousness in yourself it will change your life forever and then for everyone stepping into the main event which starts that evening um we're going to really be grounding into what is manifestation how is my world being created from my point of consciousness how do i shift that to allow way more prosperity way more abundance way more opportunities way more wealth unconditional wealth true wealth uh and freedom so for those of you who are yes for this i would invite you to register i'll put the link right here it's drkimd.com forward slash dallas uh, and if you're on Instagram, you can just go to my bio and the info will be there. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. This was awesome. I'm going to go meet my hub, finish out our day here. And um, and then we'll get back to good old Durango later on. All right. <laughs> Facts. Fears are false evidence appearing real. Yes, fear is false evidence appearing real. That's to, that's Thanks, Jerry. That's something that can help you just kind of rebalance. Thank you guys. All right. Yes. My reality is falling apart right now. Mm, I was in your anxiety course too, Laura. My reality is falling apart right now and you give me some courage to face it, even if I don't know how just yet. Yep. Don't need to know how. In fact, somebody in Embracing Health said that last week, but oh no, I, I legitimately don't know how. <laughs> I said, well, can you allow it to be okay that you don't know how and can you allow it that you win anyway can you allow it that life resolves anyway because pretty much 99.9999999% of the things we're doing right now we have no idea how how am i detoxifying my body and putting out urine to get rid of the waste products how am i digesting my food we had this amazing lunch today and absorbing all those amazing nutrients that will strengthen my body and my nervous system and my uh, endocrine system and my immune system how am i doing that i don't have to know how but if i allow that to be okay it's going to happen to a higher degree right if i try to figure out aha it actually disrupts it from happening <laughs> so so many amazing things we know about the body and that's definitely one of them so practice that play with that i'll see you uh every week at 11 a.m mountain for mind body tv and i'll see you on the 13th through the 17th for the um instant elevation five-day manifestation challenge and there are many of you who have already uh committed to come registered to come to dallas in january i'm so excited to meet and have the community get together it will be awesome we will broadcast from there we'll give a little shout out um, but the link is at drkimd.com forward slash Dallas if you would like to join me there. All right. I love you guys. See you soon. Bye. You've been listening to the Mind Body TV podcast with Dr. Kim Duramo. For a special download to assist with integrating this work, go to drkimd.com forward slash podcast.